I'm Doria. I'm Meg. I'm Tina. In Dom Jess. And this is Pardon My Stash. Welcome to Part of My Stash, a podcast about knitting within the fiber arts and how awesome it is. Jeez. You're supposed to say woohoo. Oh, woo. <laughs> it was just aggressive. The How awesome. Look, it is. Okay, got it. Can't change that. No it's doubt. awesome. You will accept that. It's going to be that kind of nice. <laughs> Before we get into this week's topic, what are you working on this week, Meg? <laughs> it's, it's good. It's sweater. Again. <laughs> it's good, though. It's warm. That's really, and really it is warm. also a heat advisory it's, right now. Yeah, it's really hard, but uh, like I really want to finish this, and I really don't want to cast on another project right now because I, yeah, I'm trying monogamy. It's not working. We need couples therapy. <laughs> it's not for everybody. It's not working for me. Like this is the time when I would dive into the stash and start looking for another project, and I'm like, you know what? No, I really want to finish this. Um, I love it. It's just really warm right now. It's like knitting a big blanket. It is like <laughs> disgusting. It is. And you as know somebody what? who I, generally I does not complain about any heat, like it's whatsoever, really like I never complain about somebody the heat. listening to this nasty. in Arizona is going to be like, you guys are wimps. Listen, man, we are. <laughs> we are. Yeah, we are. It's not that it's hot. It's humid. It's both. I am, it's both. Like it's I walk outside too. and it's wet. It's, it feels like you're walking into a furnace. It's really bad out here. No, I left work today and it felt like I got slapped in the face with a wet towel. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's real nasty, but, um, I may cave tomorrow and cast on something else. I don't know. I don't want to. I'm trying really hard to be tough. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited for your next project, whatever it may be. I'm excited for it, too. But I'm trying to hold off until October. Tell me more about so, this one. This one is made out of Critical Hit Dyes, uh, Wizard, and uh, Mystic. They're yarns I love. And the colorway is etherealness. It's nice. Thank you. And I did finish my make-along shawl. Uh, lovely stuff lovely stripes which it was not stripes um but the pattern was called lovely stripes by leah m's designs um and i made that out of critical hit dies bard and sapphire dragon that came it's out nice done thank you i like it i'm i want to wear it to work but not right now <laughs> gonna wait <laughs> a few <laughs> weeks <laughs> gonna wait a few weeks to wear it to work tina i am working on my stormy sky shawl it is out of um wool circles white face woodland four ply and i am holding it double uh, in natural, it's not dyed. Um, and I'm actually closing in on it because um, my rows are much longer and I only have like this little heave of two balls left. I um, finished a couple projects. I finished my uh, youngest daughter's sweater, which was the Southwood sweater out of yarn that shall not be named. Um, and I also finished... Um, my make along tea cozy, which was an actual tea cozy, and, um, and it I fit did that pop perfectly. If, <laughs> dude, I didn't measure this at all. I didn't measure my pot. I didn't. I was just like, I'm just gonna make it, and if it fits, cool. If it doesn't, it's just gonna look awkward, and it's fine. Um, so I made it, and it's. I didn't make. I didn't end up making um, any pattern that I wanted to make. It was like I just looked for like the kind of the easiest thing I could find. That wasn't boring. So the pattern I used for my tea cozy was the modern cabled teapot cozy. So it had two table, uh, two, 
two tables. It had two cables on each side, and then it was seed dot in between. So it, it had a little bit of interest in there to keep my attention. Um, by the way, if anyone has to do the seed dot stitch, it is much easier in Portuguese style. I'm just just fair warning. Like, don't do it English style. It's so much better in, in Portuguese style. But yeah, I made I didn't follow the directions entirely because they did a lot of seaming. So and I thought I didn't want to do that. So I did it as a seamless piece. It worked out great. I did have to tink back one side when I realized I didn't flip it the right way. So it was gonna, like two sides were going the same way. And I was like, crap. So, <laughs> so I had to um, tink back like I think I was like maybe you through. made up the difference real fast though. oh yeah because it was the repeats go super fast it's only it, I think it was like row, row four to row 13 is a repeat so it wasn't it wasn't that much of and I wasn't fully done with a one repeat so no big deal um and I finished it and then I put it all together and then I put it on my teapot and I was like oh my god it fits it fits my grandma's teapot perfect so I went from finishing no projects to I have all the projects done. I'm excited. That's a good feeling. Yeah. It's good to feel accomplished when you feel like you're just working on whips endlessly. <laughs> How about you, Jay? I am working on my snail. <laughs> Finally. Yay. Get in there. I've you only- have your teapot with you. I do. Well, because it's a very small teapot, so... It's cute. I'm not making it specifically the way that they said to make it, because I think that if I made it held double, it would come out cute. enormous. Yeah. And this is a very small teapot. Is that like a two-serving pot? Or a yeah. one-serving? Two? Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think there's like two cups of tea in here. Mm-hmm. And I mean cups, like... Right, yeah. Teacups. Mm-hmm. So this is the Knitted Snail Tea Cozy by Anka Plummer. And I'm using Barocco Vintage DK in blue. <laughs> I like how you looked at the label and you're like, in blue. <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be like a, like a color name, but it is a number. Be sure to check out our website, pardonmystash.com, for more information, as well as pictures regarding our current projects, patterns, and yarns. So this week we're going to talk about indecisive yarns. And I feel like we've all been there. You're at a fiber festival or you're at a craft show or you know, you're in the yarn shop and you find the perfect skein of yarn. And it's a beautiful addition to your collection. You've been sitting there, you've been staring at it for a long time. You're finally ready to knit with it. Pick out what you think is the perfect project for this perfect skein of yarn. And then you get going on it, and it just, oh, it just isn't working. Have, have you guys been there? Good question. I was using um, hand-dyed yarn. Um, a friend of mine uh, had hand-dyed me. Actually, I had asked her to, to make me up some yarn in these particular colors. And I loved the yarn and I didn't know at the time because this is how inexperienced I was. It was uh, what we call flashing where you're getting like big spots or splotches of color um, Mm. down the scarf. Um, And the hard part about it is that it was I, I needed two skeins of yarn. It was worsted weight scarf. The first skein did not do that. Oh, it didn't do that. And the second skein did. Um, I didn't love it, 
but I kind of, you know, I got to the point where I'm like, there's there's no helping it. It's yeah. not like I can change my needle gauge um, and fix it's it. It's too yeah. late for me to alternate skeins because I've already knit half the scarf. Yep. Um, so I just learned going forward of when I am using hand dyed yarns, you know, whenever you you buy a hand dyed yarn, a lot of times the dyer will actually put like, make sure you are, um, if you were using multiple skeins, make sure you are uh switching skeins every few rows to avoid that yes thank you alternating skeins that was the word i was looking for and couldn't find that is why so that first off dumb asking them no it's not a stupid question i'm sure i'm sure some listeners did not know what alternating skeins meant either. right well it's it's partially for that but it's also because like even it even if you try really hard unless the the yarns are in the same pot they're not going to there's going to be the, like the a dialogue is not going to be perfect yeah it's very very hard to have things be exact so if you're using hand-dyed yarns you always want to alternate skeins um if it's a, a big project so you don't get i mean i say that right now i'm knitting a sweater i'm not alternating skeins i'm just hoping for the best <laughs> like i don't listen to what i preach um but yeah it, it, and it is it is one of those things like i i could have gotten upset about it but after a while, I was like, I'm just going to live with it. You know, it's it is what it is. It's the nature of the beast. You could um, if you still wanted to alternate at some point um, before you get to the end of that ball, you can start alternating. Them. Oh, I totally I've seen could people do that. too. I, I could. I'm just very much like most of these were from one dye lot. I think mm-hmm. I did two skeins that were from another dye lot. And I kind of made up my mind to be at peace with it. I was just like, whatever. I'm not going to bother because I didn't want to try alternating skeins with the mohair too i felt like that was going to end up being a huge mess so um yeah it's it's definitely i've never had a problem where like i couldn't get the yarn well no that's not true i had a problem where i couldn't get the yarn to do what i wanted to do with it um but my tolerance for trying to fix it is low apparently and i just kind of was (laughs) like whatever you know what that's the way it's gonna be i'm gonna just let it be what it wants to be that's fair. And I live with it. I respect that. Really? Yeah. I mean, I look at my um, Simple Lines shawl, and I used uh, Malabrigo. Yes. Oh, that's a huge uh, a- offender. Uh, yep. Huge yep. offender for that. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely tell how many skeins of yarn I used. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all different. I love Malabrigo so yeah. much, but it does not matter. Even if they're all from the same dye lot, they're so, so different. <clears throat> Who else has a skein that didn't behave? I feel like I have two categories of non-behaving skeins. Um, I have like the skeins that when I put them in a specific project, I just can't fig- make it work. And then I have the skein where it's more like what you're talking about, where like I didn't anticipate that's what it was going to look like knitted. Yeah. The former category, I find that a lot with my groovy hues, um, which again, I love that yarn. I love that yarn. But um, every time I put it in a specific project, I'm just like, nope, that's not the right one. Nope, that's not the right one. Or it's like not good enough. It's like, no, that's a waste of <laughs> fantastic yarn. So it's like, um, it's it gets frustrating though because I feel like I've had literally yarn that's like almost ten years old at this point, and I just won't commit a project to, to, it. What to do with it. Um, 
it's actually like part of the reason why I've been trying to like give away some of those skeins because I feel like maybe if I see someone else knit it up, like I'll 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 come to terms and like just do it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but that's like one piece of it, and then I definitely have problems with. Actually, you know which one I don't have issues with is, to be fair, is the critical hit yarn. If I don't, really? I'm serious. If I, like, I used it for my make-along, came out just the way I thought it was going to come out. Um, it makes me happy. Yeah, no, it's like I don't usually have, so far, I haven't had an issue um, in terms of like, oh, no, no, that looks right. That looks right. I think that's a big problem, and it's it's an oversight that a lot of people have with, like, hand-dyed yarn is, is so... Um, you know, kind of it's put out on a pedestal mm. um, because it is it's it's a form of art. It really is. But at the same time, um, that art doesn't always translate really well into like a flat knitted piece. It, it it doesn't look the same in the skein. We brought this up during our hot takes episode Yeah, that they look beautiful in the skein, um, but they don't always behave the way we want them to. And I think that turns a lot of especially new new people off of the variegated yarns because it's like I, I spent so much money on this skein. Hand dyed yarn's not cheap. And then you try to knit with it and it doesn't come out the way you wanted it to. And it's you're frustrated. It's things. like, OK, well, then what do I what do I do with this? What am I going to do? I think I, I also find that the more complicated the yarn is, the least complicated their project needs to be. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll be less frustrated right. uh, about what I'm putting them into. Um, I think I've mentioned it before with like that one particular like unicorn bar. Yes. Hues. Mm-hmm. If I do any kind of fancy stitch work, it's just lost. It's yeah. gone because it's just so busy. And it's like, okay, this is this. You need to be stock net or garter. Congratulations. Um, but... Um, what else I what I, I was also going to mention uh, plies and hellhounds and also less traveled ha- are also very reliable in terms of like okay I'm making this and I'm expecting it to look somewhat like this and it does um, I agree about Malabrigo too it is never the goddamn same ever um, and also like it blocks like crazy some so like sometimes, yeah. yeah, so sometimes it's like when I'm working with even Malabrigo, it's like, yeah, I make it, but then I'm like, I can never get this wet ever, <laughs> which is, it which, yeah. which doesn't work That's a lot of the time. The um, completely out of color. <laughs> God, completely out a of, um, what is that? Without, um, going more into color, I was actually going to talk about material too, because for me, I also find, so I like cotton a lot. Mm-hmm. I get the least irritation from like cotton and bamboo and stuff like that. Um, but I think the one thing that makes me sad, so I love my Lumiere cowl mm-hmm. and I love wearing it because um, I always feel like it's very breathable, So, it, but warm because it's yeah. that double, kind of doubled up with the two colors, with the color work. Um but one negative I would say with it is that because it's cotton, it has no shape. Yeah, so if you lot. want to see the pattern that this beautiful color work that I've done, basically I have to like either prop it on my chin while I'm walking around. That's a look. <laughs> yeah, it's real classy. Um, well, sometimes like I'll prop it on my nose if it's especially cold. And then like you can like if well, I'm sometimes you also wear it like. Like, like okay, like you a, don't like need to. You don't need to bring up the babushka. Okay, you just outed me. 
Drea just outed me. I love that you wear it like that, though. It's so cute. If everyone doesn't know what I'm referencing or what Drea is referencing, it's... (laughs) So my Lumiere cowl is a length that I can actually kind of wear it like a hood. Yeah. So, essentially. So, um, when we were shoveling snow last winter, (laughs) um, I found that when I wore a hat, I actually would have to take it off because I would sweat so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I put my cotton Lumiere cowl over my head... uh, it covered my ears and it kept me warm, but it let me sweat. Like it was breathable and I could wash it because it had the cotton. Um, but yes, I did look like a little babushka. Correct. <laughs> I loved that for you, though. <laughs> it was very cozy. It worked out great. It was a utilitarian kind of thing. But, but yes, when I wear it that way, yes, you can see the color work because it's all flattened out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how I should just wear it from now on. Over your head? Yep. Just who needs this on the it neck? It shows it off well. It does. Actually, it does. But then it's like, wait a second. <laughs> Why is she wearing it like that? Um, it's meant. Right. Um, but I Nobody do, will ever know. I do feel that material is also really important in about what you're making. So if you do, if you do want it to stay a certain way, like shape-wise, then it really, you should use a yarn that is more structural. And the meaning it's not going to fall and yeah. f- go flat. I've better. definitely frogged a lot of projects because the yarn did not behave the way that I wanted it to. Yeah. Like, it, it didn't make the fabric the way that I thought it was going to. Didn't fall right. Or the cables don't look plump. That also <sighs> annoys me. That really annoys me. What a grievance. That is such a grievance. That is such itself. a grievance. <laughs> It's just not, you do all this work to twist the yarn and make it look pretty, and then it's just flat. I'm like, now I wanted a bump. <laughs> I want a plump. I want well, a- the point of the cable. Yeah, exactly. Like, otherwise, yeah, just do stitches. Just My do a weird otherwise, stitch why pattern. Did I do all this well, that's like, that's why I can never understand, and no offense, I'm sure that if you made a lace project with, with super variegated yarn, I'm sure it came out lovely, but... Whenever I see like really intricate lace made with some wild variegated yarn, I'm like, oh my god, it looks like a magic eye painting. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. You can't see the pattern. And it's let like, me look oh. at it real, real close, and oh then I'll gradually god. move it away I from me. I can't do it. <laughs> I do see a lot. That see, this should be on our hot take episode. <laughs> I, think I, did, I think I did say something yeah, about the magic I, eye painting. I but, do yeah. feel like. Um, I see that is a common thing where they do this intricate lace work and the color is not consistent. And I'm like, and then they put, and then it's like, oh, and then the best part is they do that. The color's not consistent. And then when they wear it, they wear something busy underneath it. So it's like, it's just all gone. <laughs> like, you can't see any of it. And it's hard because it's like, I'm sure it's, it's I'm sure the project is beautiful, mm-hmm. but um, it can't it. be seen. You lose it. You lose something in the, in the color. Um, but also with lace, you have to be careful with the, the style of yarn, because if it's not a style that's going to block and hold its block, mm-hmm. you're going to lose all of those nice eyelets yeah, that you spent so much time to make. So yeah, be... you need to pick a yarn that's going to hold its block. Um, and yeah, that, that can make or break my simple lines uh, it actually makes me want to make another simple lines but then i think about the bad decision that would be so um <laughs> you didn't like the simple lines i liked the simple lines but 
I think Meg can agree with me on this. You get to a certain point in it and then you go, why did I do? Why did I, I do this to myself? Them. I made two. Two was a choice. Right? Two was a choice. Yeah. It's not <laughs> It's not the border. The border is actually very satisfying. The border is great. It's the section before the border. Yeah, that's it. That's because it's just stuck in it. It's a lot of stock in yeah, it. Like, uh, anyway, but so, but that actually, my simple lines, my orange one, my burnt orangey colored one, it actually curls on the bottom because it doesn't block well. It didn't hold a block. Nope. Yeah. So, and, and it's hard to part. take photos of it because it's yeah. just looking, it just looks curled the whole time. And that annoys yeah. me because then I'm just like, ah, this looks like I didn't know what I was doing, which I didn't. But still, I feel like I'm, I know better now. <laughs> well, and, and, that, and that's the tough part too. Like you, you can only kind of work with what you've got. Mm -hmm. and if that's the mentally that's what you had at the time that's what you were you didn't think about that aspect i I just i just wanted a red like some sort of red based um shawl but yeah i yeah i love the color but like oh man I think yarn. we all, all of us have a project. I, th- I want to say I want to say it has like nylon or something. The material I used was like a wool nylon blend, and that's not a good choice for a shawl, at least for that shawl in particular. It just didn't work out. But interesting, you know, we talked about variegated a bit, and I'm I'm just looking through my projects right now, and so this brioche scarf that I did, it's called the basic brioche scarf or brioche basic whatever, um, something basic brioche. Um, which, by the way, is totally effed up. And I feel bad because every time I F up on a project, it ends up being the project I'm making for my mom. And <laughs> she just she's supposed to, she's your like mother. That. She's supposed to love it anyway. She does wear it all the time. I will say this particular scarf she does wear all the time. But like if you lay it out and you look at the bre- there's supposed to be a bunch of like increases and decreases. Not increase. I'm sorry. Not increases and decreases. But um, crossovers. Yeah, and there's like a not a continuous X on one side. (laughs) Anyway, but that one I used a variegated uh, yellow and white, and it actually came out okay. It I don't know if it's because I had a solid purple behind it. I'm trying to get like a good probably because you had something solid to balance it out. Yeah, so so that yellow and white is totally variegated. Yeah, um, but the purple is solid, so I feel like it balances. It gives it yeah. the depth it needs. I think that's a good point to make too. Like nobody is saying here like variegated yarn will never work on a pattern. Nobody is saying that you can't make uh, a sweater out of Malabrigo. Nobody is saying those things. Um, or that you have to alternate skeins every time. Um, this is more just kind of almost like a um, buyer beware sort of thing. Well, to if keep, you, be aware that these are problems that you might run into. If you know how the yarn operates, mm, it's right. going to give you a better idea of what to what you're going to put your time into. Are you suggesting a gauge swatch? No. Because I would be suggesting a gauge swatch right no. about now. No, 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 no. Even no. okay, but even if say you don't do a gauge swatch, which I don't recommend, which uh, I won't <laughs> say you don't. I I still think if you at least know the material type, that it would help you in some capacity. Yeah, if you're you familiar know? with the um with the content, yeah, of the yarn. Yeah, so like we all know Malabrigo blooms, right? Right. So yeah, I might make a shawl out of it because I don't Rios. care if that Rios blooms. Yeah, we gotta okay. we gotta be sorry. Mecca also blooms. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the one I used for my seed dot. And that is why I didn't block it. Yeah. <laughs> that is why I didn't um, block it. It was already big so, enough. So, um, 
so yeah, like like if you know that it's going to bloom and you're working on a project where you don't care if it gets bigger, then you're good. Like it's fine. Like you can totally wor- use it. Yeah. Or if you do have a really complex variegated and you don't know what to do with it, if you balance like brioche is a fantastic option because you can balance it out with a solid. Yeah. Um it kind of gives that variegated a background to live on and with brioche you can make it super complicated. And it works. I also really like drop stitch with variegated, which is mm. like this sh- shawl. That helps avoid um, the flashing, the pooling, all yes, those fun things do- that yarn does. Yes. And even if you, the drop stitch in particular, like gives more air behind the stitch, if that makes sense. So if you're wearing like a solid um, shirt or top behind it, or in fr- I'm sorry, in front of it. So then you, the shawl's on top of that. It would let you see the uh, pattern a lot more. Yeah. yeah. So, Jess, what about you? What do you do with your indecisive yarns? Um. So if I don't realize I don't like it early enough, I just power through. <laughs> And make it work. <laughs> See, I have tried to do that, and I will sit there in misery. Um, and like, it's it's when the the rows start coming like super short. Like, I'll be watching football, quote unquote, watching football, and I'll be knitting, and I'll do like ten stitches, and then I'll be like, oh, gotta check the Instagram. Gotta, what's going on Instagram? What's right on now? Instagram? <laughs> How's the old what's Facebook happening? doing? Um, see, variegated, it's, it's weird. Cause I love variegated yarn because I like the shift of color. I have mm-hmm. trouble with tonals because I get bored with the color, Yeah, but I also like complicated patterns and it is harder to see that with variegated. <laughs> so I have to decide, do I really care about seeing that pattern as much as I enjoy the color of the yarn? <laughs> Or do I want to see the pattern more than play with the variegation? And what a choice! It yeah, is a choice. It, it is a choice. Um, honestly, my uh, Celtic myth shawl. I was like, whatever. I like the color of this variegation better than the pattern, and I'm keeping it. And you can still <laughs> sort of see the cables through it. You do kind of have to get a little close for some of it, but I do not care because Bridges Flame was a beautiful color. No, it's just Bridget. Is it just Bridget? Bridget's flame was one of our colors. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Bridget. Um, but Bridget's color was really beautiful. And I was so sick of the stockinette at that point that I wasn't going back and I wasn't changing my choice. So. <laughs> well, at that point, you were at the border. I You're was. not going to restart. I wasn't. That's. It wasn't going to <laughs> You're happen. all in. Ride or die. <laughs> like I was making it and I still like the way that the colors look on that even though like I said you kind of you do kind of lose the cable from a distance but I can still see it and feel it up close so I was okay with it um there have been other projects where I start it and I'm like I really don't like the way the color is pooling on this I need to try something else um sometimes I'll just start from the other end of the skein like if I start from the center pole I'll start from the outside and sometimes that's enough to adjust where your colors are falling if it's mm. if it's kind of pooling kind of thing mm. oh, that's a good point and and that's enough to get through it um i have alternated skeins surprisingly uh before i did it on my sweater of swords because my colorways were a little um 
too far apart and I didn't want it to be like really weird. So I alternated every row and you can't really tell now. So no, you can't tell at all. Um, so I have done that. Yeah. One had a bit more blue and one had a bit more purple. I didn't want, I wanted that mix. I was going to say you could do that. Um, Unless I misunderstood, sorry. Uh, you could you could do that alternating skeins with the center and the out, like with that same skein. You can. That's harder because you risk twisting it together because yeah. I didn't break the yarn. I just carried it up one of the seams. Um, seams. I carried it up where a seam would have been. <laughs> um so, and it wouldn't have really worked for that skein because the entire skein, one was more blue, one was more purple. So it was like, um, it, it was our yarn. So I knew right. where the color was. I knew yeah. how it, how it was going to do. Um, but if you look ahead of time, you can kind of see like after a while, I feel like by looking at a skein, you can kind of see what it's going to do to an extent, uh, to an extent and decide, um, and like I said, a lot of times mine does just come down to, I really like this yarn and I really like this pattern, so I'm going to do it. Everyone else is like, wow, that's a mess. And I'm like, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really all that matters. If it makes like, you happy, then yeah. who cares? Right. And if it, if it really bothers you that much, then you know what to do about it. Yes. You steer you can- clear of those yarns for those projects. And if you finish the project and you really don't like it, you can always harvest the yarn back and right. try again. Try a different project. Right. That's the one thing that I like about crafting and like the fiber arts is that most projects you can reharvest that yarn and and try and do, again. Yep. Do something else with it. Get like find new yarn to finish the project you started and use your yarn that wasn't working into a different project. And sometimes that yarn is just meant to sit on your wall so you could look at it. I have had several skeins where Sometimes I have the skein is art. <laughs> That's how I feel about my groovy hues. No, it's <laughs> it's it's honest. You're you're being honest and true here. Like that is the sometimes. It's just... I I oh those pink cakes. I don't know what to do with the unicorns. Like it's just I have four of them. That's the pro. Like I I really really liked that colorway. But it needs to be a stockinette sweater. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just going to make... Four like, skeins of fingering? No, no, no. They're actually worsted. I was going to say four skeins of fingering. There's no way you couldn't make a sweater with that. Four skeins of worsted, you are... A child sweater. A tank top. Yeah, I, I, was, sleeves. I was thinking either a tank top for me or I was just going to make a crop sweater for Kat because my yeah. daughter would be all over that. She'd be like, yeah! And she's been asking me for crop sweaters just every single day just i don't know it's the thing right now <laughs> that's what's in yeah yeah i personally have had a lot of skeins where i have started projects and then frogged them because i just didn't i didn't like the way that it was going there was nothing wrong with the pattern the pattern was fine but and the yarn was fine and the yarn they was just fine. weren't meant to be yeah and i don't know if there's like any like real answer to that question, like what do you do with indecisive yarns? I feel like I feel like the the best answer is keep trying until you find. I think that's it's, a good it's point tough because it depends. Especially if you yeah. love it, yeah. yeah. You could use it in a different capacity too, because I've I've heavily considered that groovy hues yarn that I keep talking about making them into palms, because they'd be pretty palms mm. on top of a hat 
Mm. Pom poms. Sorry. Oh yeah, you could do that. I heard palms. Like yes, like, palm trees. I'm gonna make palm trees and then hand palms and yeah, no, um pom poms. I would support you. <laughs> um but yeah, um because it is so busy, but it actually works like a pom pom looks cute when it's got tons of different colors in it. Yeah. So I've thought about that. Yeah, but that's I mean, honestly, one of the things that I love and, and we don't do it, I wish we did, but when I see Hand, uh, hand dyers show what a yarn looks like in knit and crochet and i'm not gonna lie i don't crochet um 90 of the time i love the way it looks in crochet i almost love it better than the knit like yeah. it's amazing how the colors different, come up different just they the do, do they it. come out way different mm-hmm. um well, from stockinette versus crochet totally yeah. different um so if you are a uh, by craft jewel Maybe that's the answer. Maybe that yarn is not. Uh, maybe that yarn is not meant to be knit. Maybe it's meant to be crocheted, or vice versa. It's true. I, or woven. Or yeah. Woven. Yeah. Yeah. Or string art. I've seen that too. Mm-hmm. Where you like place it into, and you glue it into certain shapes and stuff. That's really pretty too. Yeah. I like that. Um, There's something for every skein all out sorts there. Of- yeah, they if you, all if have you a can't get it, yeah, if you can't get it to behave, I know if it's not behaving, maybe it's just trying to tell you to try a different craft. With it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's it for this week's topic. For additional content and opportunities to connect with the cast, check out our website at partofmustache.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more laughs, love, and llamas at Part of Mustache. 